0: Hello. And now a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by Phony. We asked people all around the world who their favorite cell phone carrier was. No matter where we went, the answer was the same. Phony. I'm Phony.
1: I'm with Phony. We're Phony.
0: What's Phony? The newest, fastest growing cell phone carrier that uses state-of-the-art technology to borrow signal from nearby cell towers to provide a service that is 100% free for every customer. Yo, time's been really hard. I lost my job due to the pandemic. You know, I I stole some money out the register, but it was during the pandemic, so you you know how that go. But once that happened, I ain't know how I was going to be able to stay in contact with my family. But thank God for Phony, because when my doctor called me yesterday and told that I tested positive for coronavirus. I was sad about that, but I was happy because the call only dropped two times. So thank you, phony. For a limited time, every user that signs up for Phony will receive a free iPhone 3GS. And if that wasn't enough, here's more big news. Phony just partnered with Scamazon. Every new customer that signs up in the month of November gets a 30-day free trial of Scamazon crime. So go ahead and order anything you need and pray that it comes eventually. Look, other cell phone providers charge an arm and a leg for their service. At Phony, you get exactly what you deserve, you piece of shit. Get real. Get Phony. Alright, let's hurry up and get to it, shall we? Let's let's not waste any time. You already know what's going on, you already know what it is, you already know who it is. It's the Evil Hour Podcast with Coast Codem Now. I'm your host, Knight, here for another episode, another week. First, I'd like to apologize for this episode being a little bit late. It's supposed to drop on Sunday. Um But speaking of the overall theme for today's episode, it kind of plays into it because today's topic, today's theme is friendship, fellowship, brotherhood. These people that you meet throughout this crazy, wild, random journey of life. Who some of which end up being the very people who keep you sane, you know, you need these like minded individuals to to bounce ideas off of and and people who understand you and even a couple people who don't fully understand you, but you use each other to expand your perspective. It's really important. So in this episode, it's jam-packed. We talk about the philosophy of friendship. We talk about the different types of friendship. We talk about how to identify who your friends are, you know, how to identify the end of a relationship or a friendship, all of that, all of it. We get into it. And speaking of friends, as I stated in the beginning, the episode is late this week because I'm actually with some friends. Uh, In this creepy ass cabin upstate, upstate New York. So, uh, just kidding. It's it's not creepy. It's actually gorgeous, and I'm having a great time. Very very much needed. Thanks God for friends, for real. So, I want to get to this episode because it is a long one and it's jam packed with beautiful bagel moments and good times. But before we do that, of course, I would like to say, Beats by Makile can't go an episode without stating that. Also, before we start the episode, I want to start giving shout outs to the people who donate to the podcast and new subscribers who are enjoying the podcast. So allow me to give a quick shout out to a new subscriber named Liz. Thank you so much for your donation. Um, Liz is a new subscriber who seems to be enjoying the podcast, and the podcast would not exist without people like you, Liz. So thank you. Keep giving your feedback, um, and we appreciate the donations. Um, Another shout-out to a listener by the name of Tyra, who's always giving consistent feedback, always showing love, and recently made a donation as well. Also, a shout-out to Dr. Stacey Parker, who's always, always giving great advice giving us little tidbits of wisdom, and also gave us a donation earlier in the season. So thank you to these lovely people. Thank you to everybody who listens. And without any other further damn babbling, <laughs> let's get into this episode on friendship, shall we? We shall. All right. It's the evil Eagle Hour podcast with Co-host Kota Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Allow me to begin. The program... You said, oh, okay, hi. Uh, yeah! Woo! We're yes. starting it up. Yes. We're starting it up. Hey, 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 Oh, wait, yes, hold on. Wait, love. actually, it just kind of dawned on me that they might not actually know what just started. So um, let me actually do a little quick please. crash course just to make sure we're all in agreement. the. go Hour podcast with co-host Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Here, back again, another week. Oh live, como estas? Breathing, cómo estás? Every I wish I knew. Bonjour. I wish I knew that phrase in Konnichiwa. every language. Thank you. Yeah. Beat boop. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Is that coding? That's uh, <laughs> uh, yep. That's 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 robot language. Oh, coding, coding. Co-host Cody Manawi here. Oh, Beat boop. Me making it do what it do. How are you today? Not you. Not you, exactly. Not, not, not me. you. No. Not you, co-host Cody Manali. I'm talking to the people. How are you? Is your, are, your, are your knees okay? Your lower back good? Check in with yourself. Huh? I want you to fix your posture.
1: Yeah. I want you to make sure your neck isn't like pointed up or down. Get mm. it
0: nice. Thank you for telling me that. I was slouching like a bitch just now. Let me yeah. get us Roll your here. hips back. You know? Put your chest out. Let how me many, feel that yeah, energy. Uh, you know, how many uh, scam callers have you got today? Tell to, you know, let me I know that. I got one scam text feel. yesterday. You know, they're doing text messages. A now. scam text? Yeah, they
1: told me a, a FedEx package got delivered, and I clicked on the link, and I immediately got scared. <laughs> <and> I just- <laughs> Turned my phone off <laughs> Phone just catches on fire Like, whoa, yeah, I've man, had the Magic blade just stabbed me in the wrist I after have like, I opened that text
0: Man, I've had so many random Asian people call my phone today Today? just in Just today, yeah, mm-hmm. about four actually I've had four scam calls already This shit is getting out of hand That is crazy But that's not what we're here to talk about today we're gonna talk about a special subject today. How are you? Let me ask you that first. I mean, now I'm asking you how you are. Oh, yes me, personally, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm doing good. I am doing good. Yeah, You're yesterday good? was a hard day, but today is much better.
0: You are feeling better today? I'm feeling better. All right, I'm good. feeling good. Feeling I'm lighter. Feeling optimistic. Feeling hopeful. What about you? You're not lying to me, are you? No, okay. actually, I'm not. All right, good. Um, I'm feeling good too, man. I'm feeling productive. I'm really excited about today's episode. I feel properly prepared. Your energy for the last like week or two has been... You like it? It's been top notch. Oh, just wait sense. for me to crash, baby. <laughs> Make wait. sure you be there when I fall. Can't wait. Which is kind of similar to what we're talking about today, right? Because mm. we're we're talking about something very near and dear and special to my heart. It was actually kind of brought up by you. You wanted to do an episode about brotherhood, mm. and I said uh, no. Yeah, you I say said no what are <laughs> all my ideas. So just <laughs> I said no, but we can do an episode about like the overarching uh, concept in brotherhood, which is that 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 friendship we're gonna do episode about friendship we're gonna do episode about fellowship sisterhood brotherhood what is the main word though that we're using for this one so we
1: can do the jingle oh okay Um, i want to hear the jingle what is the main word i guess
0: we'll go with friendship Mm. yeah 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 we're gonna do an episode about friendship today um and it's gonna be about a lot of different things related Mm. to friendship but i feel like uh we can kind of talk about friendship pinpoint on that right right? i'll let you take the lead on this one as normally do you have any do you have anything are you gonna impress me today are you have anything for me you gonna learn me something i i normally do i know but i'm desperate just because you'd be dipping into your insightful mind and pulling out all types of beautiful Uh, concepts and ideas just looking that's being the Kaushis. Yeah, it's, it's, it kind of pisses in, me off because I'd be in the Googles. All <laughs> right, we learn road.
1: different ways. Okay, I right. learned from my ancestors. All right. And
0: you okay. learn from
1: the robots. <laughs> from Bill Gates.
0: Um <laughs> Can you do me a favor, though? Can you do your damn job on this podcast? Right. And you know what it is today. And we're reading the definition, nefin,
1: definition. The definition. The definition. Please read, read it, um, please. fellowship. Yeah, let's
0: read fellowship, and then we'll do friendship, and then we'll dive in. You know the format. Okay, so it.
1: fellowship is a friendly association, especially with people who share one's interests. We also have the status of a fellow of a college or society friendship is a relationship of mutual affection between people it is a stronger form of interpersonal bond than an association Mm -hmm. and has been studied in academic fields such as communication sociology Mm -hmm. social psychology anthropology and philosophy
0: interesting yeah Yeah. all Mm -hmm. the things that we love to talk about love to talk about all those things um would you consider us friends no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're my brother.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Brother. We're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about what's the the next levels of that when you have friends, you have the whole concept of blood being thicker than water, which I never actually tested. You want to get a knife and kind of test that out and see. Um I and what does that mean by the way? Like our friends water? What I don't.
1: But water is also really good. I yeah. think I think we need to drink more water than delicious. blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I would rather drink water than blood. Unless <laughs> Me too. It's, unless it's, you know, that.
0: And you I, you know, and a lot of your friends can become your family. So it's really strange that I, I've never really got that. I don't get most phrases that we commonly say. I mean, I, I think that phrase has kind of
1: rendered kind of useless. Yeah. In a lot of people's eyes because family isn't always better than friends.
0: No. Like, you, I always think about the fact that you didn't get to pick your family. Right. You didn't get to pick them. They are automatically in your life for better or for worse, Mm -hmm. which there's something special about that, too. But I feel like friends, the fact that you pick them and then those special friends that are around... For extended periods of time in your life Mm -hmm. I feel like those can be stronger Connections than family in a lot of different Situations But um, I was thinking about the concept Of of friendship we talk a lot about These kind of silent Communications and and, uh, Cooperation amongst human beings A lot on this show I was thinking like Friendships what what were the first Type of friendships I, I was thinking of it Like probably some sort of alliance, you know what i mean, like some yeah. old shit to prevent you from being murdered by a leopard, you partner yeah, up with another dude, you know? like
1: off of survival. I mean, yeah. if we if we think we all come from the same like family or whatever, probably initially there mm-hmm. was no friends, everybody was your fucking family. And i guess we hmm. all are extensions of family in in some way or mm. some sort, especially like black people in america, but um, it was probably a survival tactic And just, you know I think we also just want it We just want it Yeah, yeah we, we have. Like we want people. some sense
0: of connection We like being around other people and you, Who we and like you, Who we like, right? Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that you said that You know, it all stemming from Because I do kind of feel like That everything is connected kind of vibe mm-hmm. uh, Especially when I'm with really good friends But um, yeah, that's that's an interesting point I always thought of it like, you know a lot of it's based on survival, whether it be mental survival, whether it be for your mental well-being, you know, your mm-hmm. friends contribute a lot to that, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think our friends kind of like, ground us. I
1: think a lot of times when I go extended periods without seeing you or seeing other friends, um, I feel like I need to see you because it kind of brings me back down to earth and hmm. it reminds me of like i guess my purpose and it reminds me that um people outside of you know
0: my girl and my family love me so here's what I think we should do. I think we should go through the different types of friendships because I did a little research for the podcast and I researched the different types of friends and I want to see which of these resonates with you. I want to see if you have an issue with any of these. Hmm. Um, maybe they'll make sense to you. And I feel like it's a good basis to kind of start our conversation off.
1: The types of Are friends. Good? Yeah, I'd I'll, I'll love to hear All that. Right, let's do it. Lay
0: it on me. So first I would like to... Talk about my boy, you know you you know him, you love him. He's been dead for centuries. My guy, Aristotle, Aristotle. one of the greatest philosophers known to man. He had a lot of um, talk about friendship. He was. He was very into friendship. He loved having friends. Uh, If you don't know who Aristotle is, he's, like I said, he's one of our great Greek philosophers. He was responsible for a lot of works in physics, ethics, economics, judicial system. A lot of that has been influenced by Aristotle's Uh teachings and works. Get off his meat. Okay, I'm just literally listing his accomplishments, not... Not uh, sucking him off. All right, sorry. I don't mean to make you jealous. I, you know, one thing I thought was interesting, too, that I, I made a note of, we were talking about how Aristotle really, you know, loves the concept of friendship. And it's interesting because Aristotle's friend and teacher, like his mentor, was Plato. And that was, like, one of his best friends. Mm -hmm. And Plato's friend and mentor was Socrates. Right, right, right. Which is, I think, was really dope. Like, Mm -hmm. they're, like, they... line of OGs and... Yeah, and they grew off of each other's friendship. Yeah, for sure. Like, that just shows what friendship can do.
1: Yeah. So... And they created a legacy off their friendship. It's not even a
0: a family legacy, but it's, I guess, a... Friendly, like like the basis of philosophy. They yeah. like created something amazing. All off the homies. You know, I'd like to think if Aristotle and the homies had a podcast, it would probably sound pretty similar to this one. Oh, really? I would like to think that. Uh, maybe. So during Aristotle's life, he he did a lot. I mean, a lot of quotes are taken from Aristotle and his works. But um, the thing that's most relevant to us is he did a little talk about friendship, and he published this book. It's a series of ten books, actually. So it's definitely something that you probably, if you majored in psychology or philosophy, you were probably forced to read this. Like I said, it consists of ten different books, and it catalogs just pretty much how we are supposed to live with each other. It's like human ethics. It tells you how to be a ethics. Friend. It te- not no. This is that's just one part of it. It tells you the whole book is about ethics in general. Like it pretty much illustrates and perfectly lays out how we can live with each other in harmony so it what's the name of the, justice. Uh, the series of books it's called the Nicomachean ethics oh, Interesting. mckeon ethics definitely said it right so the uh <laughs> 10 books um they were based on these they were actually originally wrote on scrolls and they're based off like these lectures that he did um and in book five he has a little talk about friendship which i feel like is really relevant to what we're going to talk about today because he actually breaks down what he believes are the three different types of friendships in this world okay so let's get into it if you know different mind. types of friendships. friendships lay it on me all right so the first type of friendship is called a friendship of utility hmm. friendship of utility so these types of friendships are based on people having kind of a mutual benefit from being in the relationship. A lot of this stuff, like you, you have to get something out of being in the relationship. So it's kind of like, transactional. So like business relationships. You would yeah. Say. That's, that's primarily, um, where these friendships of utility come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about this. I think the alliances that we were talking about in the beginning probably have something to do with friendships of utility. Mm -hmm. Like There's always probably a a goal. and And the minute that it stops being beneficial for one of the people or both people, then the friendship normally ends. I
1: think a lot of people, like, I mean, unless you're in the business where you need to network with people and you even... Uh, if you have to take a step further and embrace it, a lot of people despise this type of relationship. French the utility. Yeah, and I, um because it always feels like you need to be beneficial to somebody in order to receive uh their love and care.
0: Yeah, like you're being, like you're being used. I think you talked about this one day. We you asked me a question less like around these lines, like if somebody knows that they're being used in a in a relationship. Is so. Is it okay if you're also benefiting from the situation? Right. Yeah. yeah. I remember something asking, like right. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think these business, uh, these friendships of utility. I mean, they exist a lot. I I have so many people and coworkers that I've known over the course of the many jobs that I've had that I think about from time to time. And I know our listeners have had like. Co workers that probably people they've never talked to since, but like in the moment when they were working with them, it was just like, damn, I, I really love this dude, we're gonna be friends forever. And as soon as you left the job, <laughs> it was not a word and spoken. You needed somebody
1: to talk to, and they also needed somebody to talk to, right? In that situation, I think, uh, like you said, feeling used, and even when I asked you that, is because I I don't mind um, friendships of utility as long as they're not played off as something else. And I think if mm. um, if we are mutually benefiting off of each other and it is a business thing, then like, cool. But you don't have to put up a front. And I try my best not to put up a front as if it's something more than that, as if
0: it's um, something that... Um, Is more intimate. So, yeah, that's why I think it's important that we do this episode so that, one, we can know what the different types of friendships are, and we can analyze whether we think they're bullshit or not, and there should only be one type of friend. But it's also to know what kind of friend—it's also— important to know what kind of friendships you have in your life so you can know where they fall and what category and if you think it's okay to have these type of friendships you know you might realize that you have way more friendships of utility than you actually want in your life and you have to now reassess your connections with people you know i think a lot of people might suspect
1: that they have a lot of friendships of utility and they may not actually, and it may be the reversal. Yeah. And they may feel like they have friends that are on a deeper level that we're going to talk about in a Mm. moment. And they're actually friendships of utility. And in those moments, a lot of people feel hurt when um, the people in their life kind of like, you know, they they kind of fall out yeah. when uh, you're no longer of use to them. And we see that a lot with, with men in particular because we also pride ourselves in how uh, resourceful and how much we can uh, give to others and how much we have. Um, and so it puts us in a weird place because we pride ourselves on having more and being able to give more. But we also like have a deep desire
0: for connections that are deeper than what we can do for other right. people. And I think it's important to know where you stand with people for your own mental well-being, you know? All right, so let's move on to this next type of friendship here. The next type of friendship we have that Aristotle laid out for us is the friendships of pleasure.
1: Friendships mm, of pleasure. Friendships
0: of pleasure. So these friendships are strictly... Based off of the fact that you enjoy this, per, uh, you enjoy this person's company. Oh, okay. Um, I think the the first thing that I thought of when I thought of friendships of pleasure was friends with benefits. Yeah, I think I, this, when you said pleasure, I immediately thought of yeah, something sexual. That's because you're a little freaky boy. But I'm thinking because like automatic, because the benefits. You know, I always think of like that that term friends with benefits like every friendship should have benefits so you're purely (laughs) just talking about like sexual things but is friends with benefits um on the side of friendships of utility or friendships of pleasure it's kind of a mix of both right you're you're getting you're getting something out of the friendship being whether it be sex whether it be I think you
1: know, it would be, it'd be sex. That would be the utility sex, yeah. in, in that and when you're are friends with benefits. But I think, well, no, I think that would be the a friendship of utility more so. I mean, if it goes past that, then you probably would then want to be in a relationship, I would assume. Right. Um, but will, I don't know what the
0: third type of friend is. We'll get into it. So these friendships of pleasure, it says, is where individuals seek out each other's company because of the joy that it brings. So, you know, I feel like there are a few people in your life that for the time being, they bring you pleasure and you enjoy being around them. And eventually the relationship kind of uh, falls off and you stop talking as much. But these friendships of pleasure are important. They might not just be uh, as they might not be as deep as this third type of friendship that I'm about to go into. But they're important, too. You know, yeah, I think it depends
1: on the time in your life, whether... Uh a friendship of utility or a friendship of pleasure is more important to you. Yeah. In my personal experience, there were times where um, I just needed to be around people who I liked and who I enjoyed. And there were time periods where I was just like, okay, but I'm trying to get somewhere in life. Mm, and so I, it might and be situational. I, yeah. And, and like, I don't think there's necessarily, I mean, I'm kind of defending myself when I say this, but I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with seeking one or the other. Um, but, being transparent about what you want And what you're trying to do mm. And uh, not being covert about it I think is the important
0: part Yeah, I think that I, I agree with that Yeah, It's about knowing what the intentions are And that's what people get thrown off When they don't know their friend's true intentions mm-hmm. Which I'm just going to get into a little bit later But I want to get into this last Third and final type of friendship Because I feel like this is the friend uh, Type of friendship that we are um, this is the type of friendship that's the most beneficial to me personally. Um, and I feel like it's interesting because it kind of encompasses the two. So, the last type of friendship is called friendships of the good. Oh, friendships of the good. Friendships of the good. I like that. It says here that it's based on mutual respect and admiration. A lot of times, these friendships are crafted through hardship. You know, these are the people who probably have seen you at your worst. These are people who you've been connected to for years. Um, these are people, a lot of times these friendships take a lot longer to build. Um, but because of that, they're a lot more powerful. Mm -hmm. And this was Aristotle's favorite, uh, friendship because, you know, he, he liked the, he, he didn't shit on the first two types of friendships, but he was saying that, um, they're not as deep. And he was saying also that, he believes the depth affects the quality of the relationship. Do you agree with that? Yeah,
1: for sure. I think, like you said, the, the more you go through with somebody, the more um, deep conversations um, you have with somebody, the more you get to know somebody, you, well, either one or two things. You'll either be repulsed by them mm-hmm. or you'll be more attracted to them in, like, you know, in a platonic way. Is that,
0: is that your phone? And it's for my headphones. We're not friends anymore. This is the end of this friendship. I'm going to tell you that right now. We're going to continue doing this episode as if we're friends. But right after, I'm leaving. And this is the last episode of this podcast. All right. Well, this is the last episode of you. We can this is a friendship of utility now. Um, okay.
1: No, the, I think the closer that you get to somebody, uh, you do start to be more attracted to them. You start to admire them more and you start to respect them more but
0: do you feel like the friendships of utility or a friendship of pleasure is of lesser quality then because then this final friendship because ideally when you have a friendship of good it kind of encompasses all this you get pleasure from being with this person you also get the benefit of of being with this person you see it like the utility, the thing that you're getting out of it, the thing that you're using them for, is just them as a person. Like you're you're benefiting mentally from being with this person. So it kind of encompasses the other two. If you're engaged in a friendship of utility or a friendship of pleasure, and it, you notice that is that primarily is that. Of lesser
1: quality is that worse i don't think it's necessarily worse but i i, I mean i just kind of have a question based off of you know what you're seeing through the research is a friendship of good does is that just a more in-depth friendship of pleasure because you know a friendship of pleasure you you have that you know you get that through just liking being around them and having joy from being around them would a More in-depth experience of that then evolve into a friendship of good or what Mm. differentiates uh, a friendship of good from a friendship of
0: pleasure? Uh, Outside of just the time and maturation of the friendship. Right. I think that's what it is, though, the time and the friendship maturing. So that's what I was going to say earlier is I feel like, you know, a friendship of utility can somehow morph into a friendship of the good or a friendship of pleasure can somehow morph into the friendships of the good. But it just... Determined is just based upon your situation. It's based upon all the things that you stated earlier, and yeah. It, so to, to
1: answer your question, uh, do I think any of them is is more has a better quality than the other? I would say no. Um, I think a friendship of utility. Um, the longer you're in it, you do kind of become friends with that person. I think anybody who's worked with somebody long enough and uh has en- enough of a good relationship with mm-hmm. that person um it will eventually be pleasurable to to be around them you find some joy in being around them you like working with them um there may be floors that you hit on along the way but you know you may be able to go even deeper into like oh i just like hanging out with this person now outside of work mm. and then the same thing with pleasure, like you know it, the the longer you're in it the more pleasure you get it will get deeper you will have those deeper moments and you may find some utility or, or something that you can do together i think a lot of people when they're friends with somebody long enough and they have enough of a a deep connection they do want to do something together
0: yeah i think it's interesting because we you know we i'd say we have a friendship of the good and But it's also a friendship of utility. It's also a friendship of pleasure. We get all of these things from being with each other. We get something out of being with each other. We, we also are using each other for things, mm-hmm. but it's not in that it doesn't have that negative kind of um, connotation. You know, yeah connotation yeah. behind it. And I feel like it's purely situational, as you said before. Yeah,
1: and I think it's really about being aware of it. I think a lot of people don't like to feel like they're being um, they're being manipulated or that somebody has covert intentions about what the relationship is what the, the interaction is for. And so when we don't know or we suspect people to be, of this other type of friendship or when we see that
0: it's a different type of friendship than what we expected then we're turned off from people. Yeah. It says here that uh, friendships of the good tend to be lifelong and are often formed in childhood or adolescence and will exist as long as friends continue to remain virtuous in each other's eyes. So these are also people that you recognize as good. A lot of times people that, you know, lack empathy or they lack care for others, they don't develop these kinds of relationships. It's sociopaths, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they probably will strictly have friendships of utility because they want to, the, you know, they're thinking about how they can use people. And that goes on to what you were saying before about knowing exactly what the intentions are. You know, I think I think it's in- interesting that you can have all these different types of friendships within one type of friendship—the right. friendship of the good.
1: Yeah, I think I think with our friendship over time, we have like swayed between friendships of utility and friendships of pleasure, and through the swaying back and forth mm, of that between into... me and you, we became yeah friendships of good. But I think, like like I was saying earlier, if you stay in one long enough, you start to you know, move into the other types of friendships, and we—that's when you kind of feel that depth of the relationship um, start to to grow out and expand. I think that people these days, or what what I hear from a lot of people, is that they're they they're afraid to make friends because they don't know people's intention. They don't know uh, why they would be friends or why somebody would want to be friends with them, other than them using them for some reason. And that might have
0: something to do with their personal insecurities too, because it's like, why would anybody want to be friends with me? You know, it's about you. Right. And I think it's important to know that well, one, what value you bring to a friendship. Like what what who do people benefit from being around you? Are you a negative person? Do you lack empathy? I think it's important to recognize, you know, if you are a a good person or not. It's important but, to know your worth. It's important to know your worth. And I think also with these friendships of the good, it they depend a lot on mutual growth as well because you could be friends with somebody and you want the best for them and you recognize that they're a good person. But if they're not on that level with you and you, and you feel like you're growing and they're being stagnant, then eventually that, that fire that keeps you linked starts to die out. It's like, you know, it depends on you kind of being in the same place. But then there's also that mutual admiration and respect that we were talking about that maybe no matter what situation you are in, we're still going to be friends. I I find that for us, uh, there are people
1: who I've may have quote unquote outgrown and not to say that I'm bigger than them or that they're smaller than me or people who have outgrown me quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, And they may have moved on to a different place in life. But we do know that there are those friends who um no matter how long you haven't talked to them when you talk you know it's all good it's it's gonna be all good i love that and i think those are also friendships of the good where you have hit a level of respect and admiration for each other where um you you know no matter how much time apart no matter what you guys go through even if one does mature a little bit more quicker than the other you still have respect for them Mm -hmm. and you can still be their friend and you still feel that depth and that connection
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's just based on them at that point. Like, I just I just admire you, you know? And I just fuck with you. You know? So um, I'll give you a little bit more on Aristotle before we get off of him because I feel like this was... I like this little quote here from this article that I found. It says, To have more than a handful of such friends of the good, Aristotle states, is indeed a fortunate thing. Rare indeed are such friendships. For people of this kind are rare, or as my mother used to say, make new friends, but keep the old for one is silver and one is gold. God. Ooh. Damn. Aristotle's mama with the bars though? Yeah. She had, she ain't say that shit. She did. She was like, you, you ain't write that. Don't <laughs> don't write that. She, she ain't write that. You got that from Africa. <laughs> you got somebody ghost writing your shit. But no, I, I, uh. I really agree with that. You know, I know there are people, though, who are like, I don't want any other types of friendship. I only want the deep, uh, you know, bond, the brotherhood, the sisterhood. And I think it's important that we talk about these other forms of friendships to just know, like you said, just know what the intentions are. You can have all different types of friendships. It doesn't mean that they have lesser value. It just means, you know. I think having a, a diverse
1: group and this a diverse catalog I, I would say of these kinds of friends also is very uh helpful because um i think people who are more social understand this and know that you have different friends for different things and there's certain friends that you just hang out with like you don't even got to talk about work sometimes you have friends where you don't even want to talk about work mm-hmm. with them um and you just hang out you just have a good time and there's certain friends who like oh i you know we're gonna get some shit done we about to get this money or like you know we, we yeah, gonna have yeah, you some got- business with them and then like you said there's you know if you do have a handful of friends, and I probably I think I may have like two, three, maybe friends of like friends of the good, friends of the good. I think I have like friends who are like more in depth on, uh, friendship of utility, and you know maybe a few friends, not a few, but less friends, uh, and and just pleasure yeah, and you even less. Had no
0: friends of the pleasure. Mm-hmm. You don't want listen. You don't want to get in trouble on this podcast. He has no, no friends of pleasure. He no, gets not. no pleasure from any friends. Only, Only his girlfriend. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I got no, you. Don't worry, bro. No,
1: no friends with benefits. Um, But, yeah, I think having, like, these different rungs of friendship and uh, being able to experience these different levels allows you to have a more fulfilling uh, life experience and more fulfilling social
0: experience. Mm. It expands your perspective too. You right. get to see how other people think without having the stakes. I think the stakes are very important too right. because when you have, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you know, your mom, your dad, your family, there's different stakes. They're involved in a certain way. They they might have either seen you grow up and they have different input on, you know, what you should be doing. But with a friend, you you there's no stakes you know what i mean they love you for you they didn't they don't have all the that friendships other... of pleasure and good of they pleasure and you. good yeah they like it's it's, it's not about that you know what i mean they're not trying they're looking out for your best interest but ultimately it's like i love you for you so whatever you do you know there's no there's no stakes to it in the same way that if you're in a relationship you know your boyfriend has to kind of agree with what you're doing essentially um and vice versa I so, would say, like, to, to,
1: to kind of stay on the stakes topic, I do think the longer we are in friendships, or not even just the, the longer we are in friendships, but um, I think even friendships of utility, we do feel like we have certain stakes in them, and mm. that may cause somebody to, you know, maybe be deceptive and say that, you know, you're more than just a friend because mm. they depend on you so much for this one utility. That's a good point. Yeah, and so... Um, I do think we invest a lot of stakes into um, our, our friendships and our relationships. Um, but I think that goes circles back to the point that I was saying of having like a good amount of friends
0: allows you to put your eggs in different baskets. Right And you don't have to put so much into certain friendships. Yeah, and
1: I think that not putting, well, in my experience and from in my opinion, Not putting all your eggs into one basket allows you to have better relationships because there's not so much at stake for them and there's not as much pressure to maintain them so you can be a little bit more
0: free and more yourself in those relationships. Right. In those relationships, ideally, those people are respecting your boundaries. You feel that, which causes you to open up. We've talked about all that before, You know, setting boundaries and respecting boundaries. I think that's a good point. I'm glad you made that. Let's talk about handling miscommunications amongst friends because sometimes it could be the thing that ends the friendship. It can be something so small. If a small miscommunication ends the friendship, was it a good friendship anyway? Um, Your personal opinion? uh, It's really subjective because
1: what may be small to you may not be small to them. Mm. So it's like it, it may seem small to you, but if it was so small it wouldn't have ended the relationship. You know what I mean? Or you wouldn't have allowed that to end the relationship. And if somebody else allows that to end the relationship, then it's not as small as you think it is. And it, it, what on the surface, it may be something as, as small as um, you didn't pick up the tab. Um, but for them, it may be... You know,
0: people have been using them. It might be that, it might be the boundaries too, because it's like, you know, you might not have known that you actually crossed one of their most important boundaries, but like maybe that's on the other person for not identifying what the boundaries are. I think it is very subjective in that situation.
1: As far as like miscommunications, though, I think that it it probably also depends on the type of relationship you have. And um, if if it's not clear what type of relationship it is, then how to communicate about these miscommunications um,
0: will change. Yeah. And then depending on who it is, because they might not be good at communicating when they're frustrated about something. And so as a friend, you're supposed to know that, and take that into account when this person is communicating with you. I'm thinking about how me and you have handled miscommunications in the past. And we actually, we haven't had too many. Um, The miscommunications that we've had in the past, I feel like we've handled them by recognizing that, or I'll speak for myself, recognizing that you have my best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. And I try to keep that in mind whenever I'm Formulating some type of opinion about you Like if I'm thinking like Why is he saying it like this Or why is he doing this You know I try to keep in mind Okay well I know he loves me At like a, a fundamental level um, So maybe it's something else Giving you that benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. I think uh,
1: yeah I, I, I totally agree and I do think That I also do the same thing Is that I know that you don't hate me And that you Well yeah that you love me um, I and kn- oh, it's like a love hate thing um, <laughs> um, and but I, I do think it's a, it's hard to ask somebody to recognize that they may have struggles with communicating and I think that that is where a lot of the communication issues mm, come from yeah, Because yeah, yeah. like trying to like you can't always give somebody the benefit of the doubt because then that i think that results in you um, not respecting your own boundaries and so if you're always giving somebody the benefit of the doubt but they are co- crossing your boundaries consistently then that you know i i think that happens a lot with codependency and and that's something that i personally like struggle with and so mm. um, always trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt doesn't always help or I realized it wasn't always beneficial to me. Right. Um, And so moving forward with miscommunications, um, it does depend on who the person is. As far as me and you, I feel like we are a friendship of the good. So there's not a lot of, I guess uh, verbal gymnastics That mm-hmm. we have to go through To get our point
0: across We, we kind of reached that point
1: Where we can just talk
0: bluntly and Yeah I could about- be That's what I was about to say You can be honest and transparent Like transparency is big When it comes to this Because I can Like what you You're being open and honest With me right now About the stuff That you've experienced In the past So I can keep that in mind And if I genuinely Have your best interest in mind I can think about those things When when I'm communicating communicating with right. you and and sometimes depending on who the person is the
1: packaging of keeping that in mind may still not be there and that's just like being different people i know there's times yeah. with uh in my relationship where like i always like my girl also knows that i have the my her best interest in mind but because i'm more like rough around the edges the way i, I communicate and i'm not um very like sensitive and i can come off as mean Mm -hmm. that sometimes that's not what she needs from me and it's hard for me to do anything else because i don't really communicate that way and it it does get to a certain point where you maybe have to get the benefit of the doubt or just
0: understand that you're different people um but and that should be okay if it's a friendship of the good that, that should, should be, be okay, okay. if yeah. it's not a friendship based off of just pleasure and the feel and the good feelings that you have around somebody or just and the-
1: just what you're using them for, right? Then that may be a different story, but I think it does hit a certain point or a certain depth where you're just like, "All right, fuck!" Like we, like I know you still love me, but this is annoying. But I do deeply respect you and mm-hmm. admire you, and I do deeply love you. So, like you know, it, this hurts, but it is what it is.
0: You crying, bro? No, stop crying, bro. <laughs> all right man let's end on dealing with the loss of a friend i feel like this would be perfect to end on i hope that you can you can coach me through this listen because i have a huge problem i was gonna thing. say that to you i was gonna hope that you can coach oh me my, through this yeah. the reason why i thought about this and i think the the impetus is it the is it impetus is that how you say i, I think the whole, that means. <laughs> the whole the um, whole reason why i even thought of this as an episode was based off of this final question how do you deal with the loss of a friend how do you know when a friendship is over how do you deal with it me personally i don't know if i ever consciously in my head deal with the loss of a friend i don't know if i actively out loud ever say or in my head say we're not i'm not friends with this person anymore mm-hmm. i think a lot of my friendships that aren't as strong as they used to, kind of just faded out. Eventually, we just stopped talking. Maybe those things that we were using each other for floated away. Maybe the things that I originally benefited from being in that relationship, maybe they went away. I don't actively think about it too Mm -hmm. much, but when I did originally think of the question, I've thought about how many friends I've had that, I don't even really talk to anymore. A lot of my friendships, I realized, quote unquote, ended when I stopped reaching out. And I'm thinking, well, is that all my friendships? It can't be. It can't be like all the friendships that I don't have anymore happen because I realized they weren't actually my friends. Is there anything that I'm doing in these situations? I, I you know, from from what I've experienced, um, and
1: I don't know if, you know, you notice any uh codependent habits in your life um but i know for me i did start when i learned about codependency and we'll have an episode on that Mm -hmm. later um i i did start to notice that some of my codependent habits um were creating these certain types of relationships and being a codependent you do like in in a weird way attract narcissists in your life and so um, because of that and because of the way I handle relationships and that like, you know, the attachment issue um that I have and been dealing with in my life, I wasn't like I had to start cutting out those people in my life, the narcissists in my life. So you
0: think you held on to friendships longer than they were. So you, you... Yeah, I
1: had friendships that were not serving me and I still was staying in mm, them. You had a problem ending friendships. I had a problem ending relationships, uh, yeah, ending friendships, ending relationships. And so um for me cuz I have cut people off, um, but where I'm at right now is that I still feel a weird cord connected to them. And mm-hmm. you know, some spiritual people and uh, practitioners, they talk about these cord cutting, uh, ceremonies or cord cutting practices, um, that they do in order to cut these relationships with people. And I think it's because we do still feel like that deep connection and that tether to these people. And I've been trying to learn how to cut that cord because there's people who I made the decision that I'm not friends with you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to interact with you and there's no going back. Um, But, like, there's still, like, some of those friends I still think about, and I'm like, well, damn, like, why am I, why do I still feel like there's a connection there? Like, there's Mm. some type of tether to this person.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Putting everything into categories in the way that we have today definitely kind of helped me see my past friendships as maybe not the end of a friendship. Maybe I just got the intentions wrong. Maybe these were more so friendships of utility. And once the situation ended, then the circumstance ended and everything was different. But it doesn't mean that We're not friends. Maybe it was just a friendship of utility. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you do feel some sense of loss. You do feel... a a negative feeling when you think about that person and you're like damn i haven't talked to them in a while and they haven't called me but why you know it's uh, it's like some type of resentment there even if you are putting people into these categories like well maybe that was just a friendship based on pleasure you know why why doesn't that person get pleasure from being with me anymore you know it's always another like thought attached to it yeah and my
1: like when i think about the friendships that i've lost it normally has come from either um an unexpected um realization about this person and or yourself yeah yeah or myself um and what this relationship was for and one person who i'm thinking of in particular and you know who i'm talking about Mm -hmm. um i that was a relation i thought it was a relationship of good um but i discovered that the respect and um, that
0: respect wasn't there, and because the on respect- both sides you didn't respect that person as much as you thought, or they uh, didn't and they didn't respect certain things that you expect like they didn't respect your boundaries yeah you know. it it was it was just a a lot of
1: uh, a disrespect that was and wasn't communicated mm. on both ends mm. um and so it was hard to end that relationship because um. You know, and because of my codependency, I I was trying to work it out often over time, and it was just like, just 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 talk about it, like let's just figure it out, blah blah blah. And that wasn't because that wasn't reciprocated. It, it got to a certain point, and you know, learning about codependency and my like the, my my like attach attachment issues, I'm like stuttering like shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was able to. See that this relationship wasn't serving me, it wasn't doing anything good, and it actually wasn't a friendship, and it was just this weird attachment hmm. to this person. And because of that, I saw that it wasn't beneficial to me or that person, yeah. Um, or it may have been beneficial to that person, but ultimately, it wasn't benefiting me uh, in any way. I wasn't getting any like joy out of being around the person or talking to the person, um, I wasn't getting any utility out of it. Um, I was, there wasn't re- respect between us. There wasn't a, a deep admiration, um, between us. And because of that, I was like, okay, then why is this person in my life? And that was, that helped me able to, um, end the relationship, but getting over it. Um, there's always, and beca- and I, there's something I'm like also currently working on therapy is like being able to be
0: like, okay, I did make the right decision. Mm-hmm. But I think essentially, and I'm not, Uh, expert at this at all. I'm, you know, I'm not good. Like I just said, I don't really know how to deal with getting over. I don't really know how to get over the loss of a friend because I don't know if I've really tackled those feelings head on yet, but I do have like a realization that it's fine. Meaning if we There are people who I haven't spoken to in years that you said, like you said before, like I could just talk to and it's like nothing happened. And in the meantime, the time that we haven't talked, there's a lot of me guessing how they feel. There's a lot of me creating expectation and me creating the reason in my head why we haven't talked. And then as soon as we talk, all of that is broken and it's like it never happened. There's other people where that resentment and that conversation never is had and everything just builds up. And if you talk to somebody, you're like, are you still friends with so-and-so? Yeah, I'm still friends with so-and-so. But in your head, it's like, no, I don't think I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, so do. is it the communication? Is it the transparency? I think you just have to be honest about how you're feeling. Yeah, I think that's how you deal over it. You You have to be honest about what you're feeling. If you are upset that you don't talk to that person, you need to acknowledge it for yourself or if you if you feel like it and this is what you really want to do you need to ha- you need to acknowledge it with them. You need to let them know that this is how you feel and you feel whether you feel wronged in the situation or whatever, you have to lighten your own emotional burden by being transparent with yourself about how you feel about the situation. Yeah,
1: I I totally agree and important in that that dialogue is coming from yourself and not telling them um what they did wrong right right because you have to talk about how you feel um and about what you're seeing and you know they may just need to clarify where they're coming from or why they are this way or maybe why they're distant and um you know sometimes that communication doesn't respark. spark you know sometimes you don't reconnect with that person Yeah, sometimes
0: you're like oh i see why i haven't talked to you in years <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't like you <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah like you this part or this person may just not like you and that's that sucks that because sucks. you're so close to them Oh, and everybody wants to be liked yeah oh, god yeah. So you so want to be liked. That, that really that really sucks uh, when you realize somebody just doesn't like you um but, but it's okay. It, it is also okay because there's six billion people on this yeah. earth. There is also the internet. A bunch of cats and dogs and running a bunch around of here. Cats and dogs. Um, go make some new friends. And I think you can do that. And I think uh, just to end it. People feel weird about making new friends, and and people are always like, ah, but I don't want to come off weird. I don't want to, like, it doesn't, just engage with people. And
0: don't be weird. If you don't want to come off weird, be true to yourself, and whoever is going to gravitate to that is going to gravitate to it. Yeah, and I know
1: that's hard because we're trying to, you know, we don't want to be denied, but there's somebody for you. There's somebody who gets your sense of humor. There's somebody who um, shares your interests. There's somebody who... You got the same vibe as, and you can find them. But, like, be okay with not making friends with everybody who you talk to because mm-hmm. they weren't supposed to be your friends anyway. Yeah. So that good riddance. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. have to be their friends. Engage with a few people. If they respond to you, then cool. If they don't respond to you, then damn, they're kind of rude.
0: Yeah, listen, If it's hard. It's difficult. And to... if I didn't respond to you, <laughs> it wasn't intentional? He's, like he's trying to save face now. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to save face. Listen, me. man. I don't believe in the no new friends. I don't believe in that Drake I nonsense. That. I don't believe in that either. Go find some new friends. But uh, as you probably already know, because you hear the music, we about to get ready to wrap this thing up before we do that. You know, if you could be a friend, thank you for being a friend. Right, Coach Cody Manawi, can you tell them what they can do for us? Um, you didn't if like If you are
1: our friends... You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and on YouTube. Go on to EvilEagleHour.com. Sign up for Evil Eagle? Evil Eagle egohour.com and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, look at more information on the podcast. We always put new articles sometimes I drop in little PDFs, little free PDFs into our website as well and if you are feeling very generous, if you are feeling very friendly, we would love for you to support us by sending a tip/donation and that link is in the description of this episode and every other episode.
0: People who make the donations, I will start putting you up at the top and thanking you for those donations as I did for this episode. We're gonna continue doing that because we really, really appreciate it. I mean, people use that word so much, oh I appreciate No, seriously. Like,
1: thanks a lot. Right, we're girl. about to we're about to level up. We almost have the funds to get our new computer, new mics. We're gonna start getting the video rolling sooner than later. So the donations really do help, and we appreciate it. And we will start acknowledging you more. We will be giving out those goodies. We will hold to our word.
0: And am on the road and back again. Thank also, you, sir. Also,
1: those who are giving reviews, thank
0: you, because the reviews do go a long way as well. They're evergreen. All right, friend. All right, bestie. I'm so happy to be able to do this with my best friend. My best friend. We gonna get the hell up out of here. Love you. <laughs> we're not doing it. No, we're not doing Come it. Come on, man, don't leave me hanging. All right, fuck it. He's holding my hand. All right, guys, girls, and everything in between. See you later. Peace. Peace.